everyone, welcome back to Sapphic Survival Guide, where we are queer to answer your questions. I'm Sev. I'm Gina. And I'm Cheyenne. And we're so excited to be back with you mm-hmm. to talk about dating apps. I'm actually really excited for this one. I love dating apps. So how else do you meet somebody in the 21st century? Yeah. So let's just get right into it, I guess. Um, my question for you guys, I kind of already know the answer, but have you met significant others on dating apps uh yeah almost exclusively (laughs) on dating apps only my high school boyfriend did I meet IRL as they say my girlfriend (laughs) my girlfriend I I met on tinder yeah I like never thought I would like meet someone on the her app like well it's not true I did meet someone on the her app and they were horrible and I've never met anybody on her I mean like I've matched but no IRL meet her is very much a lot for me and I have it right now and I just keep getting likes mm-hmm. like people keep liking me and then when I go to go through the batches after going through like two people it's like you're out of it for the day yeah. like you don't exactly. have enough likes and I'm like I have 99 plus people that like me and I'm just not able to see them yeah I met my girlfriend on her um but like I've met one other person on there in like 2018 they were like horrible uh don't want to get into too much detail but they it was very traumatic experience and I haven't met anyone on there since because there's like no one around me and then all of a sudden this girl pops up and then you know just happens to be the love of my life um and it's so weird because she wasn't on any of the other dating apps and I almost deleted her because I had like a few other ones you know because I feel I felt like it sounds so funny when you say I almost deleted her it took me a second for me to realize (laughs) you were talking about the app and you almost deleted the girlfriend's match I almost got rid of her no her the app (laughs) it's funny though because I literally like almost deleted it because I was like I don't talk to really anyone from this I don't meet anyone from it and but that was the only one she was on and I feel like the universe like kept me on it so I could like meet her because like as a lesbian especially like I feel like that's the only way to really meet people except uh shameless self-plug hot messy and hotties on Instagram you can meet people that way but other than like meeting in person which is very like I don't know I feel like it's rarer for queer people queer women as a lesbian in like a small city it's like pretty much like I've never met anyone organically other than like my ex-boyfriend in high school I mean I've maybe met people in bars here and there for sure Mm -hmm. but I feel like being queer there is something nice about dating apps because if they're coming up for you and you match Mm -hmm. you know that they're you know that they're interested Mm -hmm. take the guesswork out of like going to a bar especially like how we had that whole conversation about queer spaces a couple episodes back which Mm -hmm. if you haven't listened to that one go listen to it but I think no the the security of being on a dating app is really Mm -hmm. what the appeal is for queer people because it's not us having to put ourselves out there and be rejected which sucks I feel like there can be like obviously some rejection on like dating apps though because like, exactly I, yeah, yeah lots of people and then met them in person and like have them not feel me or I'm not feeling them or like yeah. they like find me attractive but then mm-hmm. something about my personality is like a turn off I guess which hurts worse a little bit like I guess yeah like, I um, get that Aww. so there was this person that I follow on Twitter and they were talking about how they were on a dating app and they like went into the they matched with someone so they went into their messages and they started hitting on them obviously and the person was like um I'm just here for friends and they were like well why are you on a dating app if you're here for friends like it was it wasn't like bubble bff it was like tinder I think it is common for people even queer 
women to try and make friends on yeah apps like it is common but I think that's definitely something that you have to like have in your bio and like yeah I don't know for me before I would like message people on dating apps I would always go and like read their bio first yes like I didn't miss anything and it it makes sense like I get why you're doing that but then also don't like be aware that people are there to date so they will hit on you and you can't like get upset that you're on tinder and someone's hitting on you yeah like defensive like just so that was yeah yeah like you Um, could be annoyed that somebody on bumble bff is hitting on you but yeah not tinder Mm-hmm. It's yeah, literally it's like a little more up. actually yeah. I have a kind of a question like I because this we're already going to talk about the apps like can we play a little game where like I say some of the typical apps and you give me like what you like a, a three word what you think about or like a one sentence oh what you think about goodness it? yeah yeah this is fun like, like this. okay like what are people if you go on tinder what's like what's tinder fuck ups I agree what's casual I feel like Uh, for tinder for me I feel like he like at least around here it's like abundance which I feel like is really corny to say but I feel like the other apps like in a small city like no one yeah you can run out of every all of the women that you can see in like 15 minutes but it's also like corny and like hookup oriented there's and you are playing the game wrong the game was one sentence three words and you just gave me a four (laughs) paragraph essay i said abundance i can't help it i talk a lot (laughs) okay wait next one bumble boring just kidding kidding, bumble sponsor me i don't think you're boring i can make it more fun (laughs) bumble is more like serious dating i think not like Mm, i don't think it's it's like less serious i also met like two people on bumble and i dated one for a month but like i've met no one I feel like Bumble's like, I want a relationship. I feel like Hinge is, I want a relationship. I think Hinge is too. Is, I want a relationship. And you know what? I got some qualms with that. Hinge is, I want a relationship, but I'm going to show you two people every day and they're going to be like the complete opposite of your type. That's what. I guess maybe Bumble is somewhere in the middle. Yeah. My Hinge pops off. I will swipe and I'm like, dream person, dream person, dream person. Like, oh. Well, maybe it just. I think that I some of the straight people I know have had more success on Hinge than any queer person I've ever met. Yeah, ever. Mm-hmm. I have. I've only had like two uh, multiple date occurrences from dating apps, mm-hmm. and one was Hinge and one was Tinder. So, I've met one person from Hinge, and that was in like this girl I was talking to in like December, and I've been using dating apps on and off since like. I was like 19 and I'm almost 27. So yeah, I've yeah, been using them for like 10 years now. Yeah. Hinge was, I've, I've met a lot of cool people on Hinge. I just like haven't set anything up with them yet. And the only reason I set stuff up with the one person that I did was because it was just like, it like flowed into the conversation, mm-hmm. you know? But what other apps, what other apps are there? And like, cause then there's her, mm-hmm. which I just, I feel like is gay Hinge. Right. Her is nice and I like it so far. I just downloaded it recently. I haven't been on it that much, but I was telling you guys earlier, so I have like 99 plus people that like me in her and I cannot see any of them because her won't let me. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's every dating app though, because they want you to pay for Yeah, I was just going to say, yeah, that's what they want me to pay. And it's like, I'm not going to, like, I don't feel like paying, but I also don't want to go through five people a day to try to catch up to meet someone. Right. 
Yeah, I like never in my life thought that like I would be dating someone that I met on her. Like, no offense, her. If you listen to this, but yeah, I never sponsor us. Never sponsor us. Are there other? lesbian dating apps because somebody asked um is there a sapphic hookup culture similar to grinder and no we don't no. have a grinder i would love that we don't but what no. other queer ones are there there's um tammy which i've worked with before on my instagram um there are like a few other ones but they're like so small like even her is like the biggest queer one and it's like depending on where you live like there's just like minimal options so like the other apps like there are even less options Mm -hmm. so like we could all like be like okay we're going to this one but like you know not everyone's (laughs) gonna like migrate to those and I was actually like thinking um I think this is your first time on her right Seb like you, you haven't used it before what made you decide to start using it and like why didn't you use it before um before I had just like had so many dating like I have Bumble Hinge and Tinder mm-hmm. and I was meeting people on those anyways like whether we met in, in person or not because I just don't meet people in person because I'm picky but I thought to get her just because one I'm in like one of the gayest cities in the country right now I'm in San Francisco I'm outside of San Francisco and I just kept seeing ads about it honestly and I was like you know what I keep thinking I want to download this and I just haven't yet mm-hmm. so yeah I, I, I asked that because I feel like there's a lot of like I don't think there are a lot of people near me on it like I know in bigger cities there are more people on it but I feel like mm-hmm. most of what I see it's like lesbians and there are like other queer people bisexual people pansexual you know all of the different identities but I feel like there's fewer like people who are attracted to men and women on it just because it's Mm -hmm. easier to be on like one dating app and be able to see men and women instead of having like multiple dating apps yeah Yeah. that's I get that too so that kind of fits into my reasoning a little Mm -hmm. bit because like on hinge bumble and tinder I can see both right so it's like if they're on her they're prop I mean this is just my mindset if they're on her they're probably on the other ones that's not really true but that's yeah. just yeah. like mm-hmm. it's like I have enough people in these I don't need another one I've certainly mm-hmm. seen a lot of overlap back I mean I haven't been on apps in a while but like I certainly would always see the same people on both which was why I would end up just using tinder because I'm like right you're gonna be on wherever I find you anyway mm-hmm. yeah. I feel like I was that person so like I would expect to like see certain people like on every app but then I would notice that there were different people on each app or like people would sign up for one but not the others because of their Mm -hmm. reputations or whatever and I feel like that's why I kind of felt like I had to cover all my bases and have not all apps but like the major ones in my mind just because I felt like you know what if I did miss my girlfriend like if I didn't have that app I would never have seen her like I would not have met her we're both homebodies we never would have run into each other like it's only because you know, she was on that app and she had never even heard of it, but her best friend who is queer heard about it and told her and she had never dated a woman before. So she was like, I'm going to, you know, go on this app and see what happens. And the rest is history, I guess. But um, yeah, so I feel like I, I don't know. I think it's overwhelming at times, definitely to like mm-hmm. have so many different dating apps, but I don't think it's like a bad thing, especially if you're somewhere where there aren't a lot of queer people around and you need to like cover all those spaces. Yeah, for sure. One question is, which is the best dating app, which I feel like you're saying multiple at one time. (laughs) I do think multiple at one time. 
if I had to choose one, I'd probably unfortunately choose Tinder just because that's where I've met most of the people that I have dated or hooked up with or anything. Probably like 90% of them have been on Tinder. My most successful relationships have came from Tinder. Yeah. See, and I'm going to go against you guys and say hinge. Yeah. Because I haven't dated that many people off dating apps, so I don't have like that to fall back on. But Mm -hmm. I feel like I have the most... uh, Promising matches. Promising matches and like good conversations Mm -hmm. from hinge compared to like Tinder where guys are just like... But that's, you know, that's men. So I have met a lot of women on Tinder that I've kept in contact with or whatever mm-hmm. so it depends for me I guess I don't know one question that I really love off of this topic the complete opposite why do dating apps all suck and is everyone having a bad time like me mm-hmm. my que- my follow-up question to this listener is where do you live because yeah that mm-hmm. changes a lot about, like just from us talking about it I mean me coming from little town in Pennsylvania out here to California uh just you know, 30 miles outside of San Francisco, these dating apps do not suck. Like, I am meeting so many cool people. Yeah, I live in a very queer city, a very sapphic city. So dating apps were more successful for me than my roommate who dates men. Yeah. No, I feel like they, I want to say they suck just because they're not like as an as organic of a way of meeting as like meeting in person or even if it's someone you follow on Instagram or Twitter or something like then you kind of know things about them and then I also feel like they suck because honestly like there's a lot of people looking for just friendship on there which is cool if you are on there looking for friends um but that like can definitely complicate things because sometimes I feel like people aren't straightforward about what they're actually looking for whether it be friendship or love or just sex and then I also feel like a lot of people especially women do go on dating apps for like the validation like they want people to swipe on them and like think they're hot and then they're like okay I don't actually have any intention of talking to or meeting up with anyone I feel like I sound like so negative saying that but like I know people who have said like for a fact that they go on dating apps for the validation and like validation is nice obviously but that's I one of our questions is why be on the dating apps if you're not gonna reply to your matches Mm -hmm, which I think yeah it is nice it's the same as like if you get hit on in a bar but you're in a relationship or it's not somebody you want to pursue but it's still flattering it is flattering to get a match it feels good and not everybody's like an alpha who wants to make the first move I am I just Mm -hmm. I I am yeah I'm not I'm I'm (laughs) misleading in the DMer for sure yeah yeah a lot of other queer women and queer people aren't that way. So I'm like, okay, if anything's going to happen, I'm going to have to be the one to make it happen. So let's just get it over with. Like, I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. I have no patience. Like, I'm not going to wait around for someone else to do it. Like, I'm like, let's get it done yeah. or I'm going to move on with my life. Like, I don't care. I usually, I mean, this person also asked, what's the preferred greeting if you do like message somebody? And I would just look at their profile and find something to say something oh, about. That's the trick. Yeah. And even, some you don't have to don't know that. You don't have to get super clever with it like even if they say like where they're from then I might message them and be like what's up Ohio or you know something like that it's it's really that simple yeah I feel like I hate when people say what's up to me though because I'm like do I tell them like, do I say hi do I tell them what I'm doing right now what do like how do I respond to I that? always just say hey I'm doing good how are you yeah that's what I end up saying too. you know like and it gets a little boring but so the I like to open it with something from their profile to immediately start a conversation or else it just gets 
so dry. Mm-hmm. And then it's like a question for you both. What would you do if someone had they're like too cool for a bio, no bio, nothing to like go off of like words wise, and then their pictures aren't like rock climbing or like painting, like it's just like a selfie. Like how do you how do you open without just being like Are they that cool then? Definitely no, then I'm swiping left. Yeah, I'm not that. sure. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm even swiping right. <laughs> this has happened to me with men, and I will admit to it. I will swipe yeah. if you seem like you don't have a personality. That doesn't mean that I'm going to continue to talk to you if you don't have personality. Because I need yeah. men with a personality. Go back to our astrology episode. I love men with charisma, but <laughs> I just kind of open it with like, "Hey, yeah, how, like," and That's I know when, it's like yeah. boring, mm-hmm. but if you don't have anything to go off of and you still want to talk to them, just figure it out. You know, you gotta just use their bio as an Mm -hmm. opener. That's why we make bios. That's why we put out that info and like guys will just hit the net. So a lot of the times I get just, um, my favorite little line is why is six afraid of you seven? Oh, and I'm just like, "Mm, so I you thought that was original didn't you and the men who don't open with that or the women but women it's usually not women that are I was gonna say do women do that women don't yeah women don't give me that line so so when I messaged my girlfriend on tinder she had in her bio something about being 6'2 like it was something like uh, and I'm six two because apparently that matters or something mm-hmm. along those lines. I forget exactly what. And I'm five two. So I messaged her and I was like, oh my gosh, are you really six two? Because I'm five two. And she answered back and she goes, oh no, that was a typo. I'm actually 62 years old. <laughs> and that was hilarious. And so then I was like, oh, I That's like good. you. And that, mm-hmm. you know, popped off from there. That's yeah. Cute. I love that. Um, a few months before I met my girlfriend, I had tweeted my Tinder bio and I was like, I dare them to have, try and have a dry ass conversation with me now. I gave them so many conversation starters and we had like a few mutuals and like one of them like liked the tweet and it showed up on her timeline and she actually ended up uh, DMing it to her best friend and being like, is this my soulmate? Um, And then we like met a few months later and it was on an app that I, on her, that I didn't have that bio. So she didn't know until she followed me on Twitter. And like, did you screenshot it? it? And that's what you tweeted was like, I screenshotted my bio. Yes. And then, yeah. And then did you, what did you put like in the tweet? So one question is, how do I make my profile stand out more? I'm attractive enough, but I don't have much success. And when I did, okay, this is my bio. This was the bio. I said into floating in various bodies of water, astrology, comedy, vulnerability, maximalist fashion and decor, witchy shit, never leaving my bed, art shows, museums, galleries, installations, media about queer people, tattoos, shit posting chaotic memes, intimacy, being informed about social justice issues, exploring new cities, poetry, women who look like me but in a different font, and being extra as fuck. Fuck around and find out more. And I was like still friends with my ex at this point, and she was like, that's too much. Like, that's too much. Wow, <laughs> no one wants to read all that, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, it's not for you. Like, I don't want to attract people like you, and I want to attract people that are the opposite of you, because fuck you. That's why we're not together. So wait, so your bio had this long list and then you tweeted it saying, I dare somebody to have a dry conversation. Yeah. Cause I gave your girlfriend liked it or no, No, your girlfriend's friend liked it. And she was like, this could be my soulmate. And you had no interactions yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was like, you should have messaged me. And she was like, I was scared, which I don't blame her. Cause like, 
she's never she doesn't have like any experience dating women well um, not even that like not trying to toot your like horn but like you're pretty it was and like if you're out there maybe she like okay. knew to be fair, she didn't know stuff. what I looked like she didn't know what I looked like at all I think I my picture was like a random like meme or something um mm. but that is funny that you say that because a girl that I was dating for a little bit before my girlfriend and I like made it official she told me that she like was afraid to like talk to me on tinder and like go out with me because I was too pretty and she was like intimidated and like afraid so like maybe that's what this person (laughs) their issue is with the how do I make my profile stand out more like maybe it's standing out too much maybe you need to like use some like less good pictures of yourself and make yourself a little less like intimidating I think you need to have some pictures that make you look real because if you have just a bunch of pictures where you look perfect, then they might also be like, this is too much. And you might be that perfect, Mm -hmm. but like throw one where you're like making a funny face with like food all over, you know, your shirt or something just to like ground it. I I like my pictures that I use, but I've had like multiple people tell me that I look better in real life. And I'm like, thank you. I think like, that's kind of an insult, but like kind of nice, but like, does that mean my pictures suck? I don't know. So that was like, that's like confusing, but but, uh, (laughs) I've seen like people on, I think TikTok say it's mostly, I feel like straight women who say this, but they purposely use worse pictures of themselves to see like who kind of likes them for them and not just like, cause they're hot and then they'll show up and like look hot on the day in person. So that's also interesting. I don't think I've ever seen that, but that yeah, I've seen multiple people That's say that. That's a good thought. Yeah, I've definitely like put up pictures where they're not the most flattering because I don't want, I don't know, maybe that's like something I need to talk about in therapy. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it though. Like you don't want them to be like, I know. I'm you don't want people to be like, you're a catfish. Yeah, yeah like, I, I'm not a catfish. I do want there to be a level of like impressiveness when I get there and not Oh, yeah. 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 I get that. I've been told that I look exactly what people think. So I guess I'm portraying myself accurately. Yeah. And I get that too, because especially as someone who's a little thicker, I like, it's just something that I'm cognizant of is like, I know that especially in dating men, I always have to have photos of my body on there because men are gross and will say things to you Mm. if you meet them in person and you're fat and they don't (laughs) like fat bitches, like stuff like that, you know? So it's, (laughs) it makes sense that like, we're cognizant of what we're portraying on there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Kind of on this topic is what's the trick? Things seem to be going really well and then they flake when it's time to meet up. Why are there so many people who ghost? I feel like, again, Thoughts? that's like, you know, people who are just looking for the validation and not yeah. necessarily wanting to meet up at all, but, you know, they'll lead you into thinking they do. I think that also happens with people who maybe don't have as much experience with non-men and they get like cold feet and get scared and run away so so you can't see this if you're not on our patreon but Seth is pointing at herself yeah (laughs) and then I think that also happens because of people not wanting to like be vulnerable and she's like me 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 get to know someone again yeah Um, which I think you can't like drag out talking to them for weeks if they're like local and you like both have free time because usually when that happens those are the people who are gonna like ghost or flake like that's why like you can't have like obviously I'm not saying like meet someone on an app and go meet up with them an hour later like that might not be safe but like they like want to make plans with you a week from now and you get to know them and talk to them semi-regularly between that time 
I feel like those are going to be those people who aren't going to ghost, but I feel like the longer you drag it out, the more likely it is to happen because mm-hmm. they might not feel like they can like live up to whatever version of themselves mm-hmm. they portrayed to you. Yeah. This might and- be like a hot take, but I feel like ghosting isn't a totally new concept. It's just that mm-hmm. like, it's the 21st. It's like, it's the technology version. It's because, way like, they easier. Stopped- well, people used to get stood up. Now you just stop getting replies back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I have a confession to make that's probably not oh, no. that surprising. I have been the ghoster, and I think from all that is, is it so surprising? Only with good reason. Yeah, exactly. I've I've, I've ghosted, ghosted two people, with, and I stand by it both times. Yeah. I've ghosted without good reason. <laughs> Are we gonna basically, this? we can unpack this like therapy like therapy but basically and we've talked about it multiple times I have a very disorganized attachment style I am very just like closed off with people because I don't want to get hurt so one reason I'll start not responding is if I just don't feel like the conversation's going anywhere I'm also very easily bored so if you're holding like a good conversation with me I'll keep it going and I'll answer quickly but if it's just like bland replies like there's this person that I'm kind of like talking to right now but I wouldn't even qualify it as that I met them on a dating app and we're just talking and it's like every day just like what are you doing today Mm -hmm. so when they said like things seem to go well in this question when they said when things seem to go well and they flake my thought is is that your perception that it's going Mm -hmm. well yeah how do you know that a question for me how do you know it's going well right if you like can reflect and you're like, no, the conversations were good. Like we seem to really be vibing. And then suddenly mm-hmm. they're just like gone. I feel like Sev's response is like a pretty good way of like viewing that. Like, it's probably not about you, why they ghosted. Like it probably, it's, yeah. like, most of the time it has more to do with them. And like, you can't beat yourself up over it. And exactly. I actually thought, I think it was maybe a tweet or some kind, maybe it was a TikTok. I don't know. But it was like, if someone ghosts you, like, is that someone you really want to be with anyways? Because they can't communicate well and they can't communicate openly and tell you what's going on in their head and like, let you know, or like, they don't feel like that connection with you is strong enough to do that with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I've like, been both the ghoster and the ghosty. Mm-hmm. And I will admit that sometimes my communication skills aren't the best. But mm-hmm. then again, sometimes... I think we should also draw a line at what is ghosting and what is just simply not responding right. to a random person on right. a dating app. Yeah, that's true because, because the times that like, I considered I ghosted, I actually met them in person and what? then I ghosted them. I think yeah. it's different so, if you like, have been texting and like a lot and like, yeah. or, like talking for a while, even if you haven't met up. And when time, it's like, sudden versus a fade out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yeah, years ago, I actually, um, I was, like, getting ghosted, like, back-to-back a lot, like, actually ghosted, like, making plans with people, and then they just, like, fall off, and I Mm -hmm. made plans with this girl who lived, like, an hour or two away. I was gonna, like, drive and meet her, and we were gonna have a date, and I was, like, please don't ghost me. Like, I've been ghosted a lot recently. If you're not interested, if you don't want to do it, just let me know. Like, I'm not gonna be mad. Just please tell me, and the day of the date, just, like, radio silence like just oh my gone. god and she like had promised me that she wouldn't ghost me so it was like, really frustrating because I was like don't promise me that you're not gonna ghost me and then ghost me like 
yeah so I like it got to the point where I felt like I had to like ask someone to like make me that promise which obviously they don't owe me anything but like at the very least like be like hey I'm not coming don't just you were asking for honesty right yeah especially because you were two hours away Mm-hmm. And I, like I didn't drive all the way there or anything. Like it's yeah, not like but I showed up and they didn't show up. It's still like a plan you made, you know. Yeah. And it's like just and I gave them like an time. easy out, like if they weren't mm-hmm. interested. But I think I feel like a lot of people are afraid of the altercation of telling someone that they're not interested or having to like reject someone. And like it is scary, yeah. it's hard, and it sucks for both parties. But like I don't know. Sometimes it's like the kindest thing you can do. I think exactly. Mm-hmm. I really I I get that a lot. Um, so let's, I think this is a good point for us to take a little break and we'll be right back to answer some more questions. And we're back. And the next question we have is how do you use dating apps when you're not fully out yet? I'm afraid of someone calling me out. Oh, because if somebody like one. sees them and it's yeah. on either a queer app or they're potentially mm. going to match then and they don't know. I was kind of hoping the first time that I used Tinder in my hometown that I would learn some new tea, but nobody popped up. So, I mean, I kind of the first time I went on the dating app and like switched it to have girls on there, too. I was like, well, here it is. Like, <laughs> I, I'm doing it. And I get, like, Yeah, like I'm not when you're not fully out yet, but it's like. Most of the time when I see people that I know or like that I didn't know were queer and I see them on a dating app, like I'm kind of just like, oh, didn't know that. And then I just keep swiping. Like it's not usually that big of a deal to me. I'm just like, oh, yeah, look at that. Interesting. Well, I feel like you're at is like it's on both ways. Like if you see them on a dating app, that's because you're like you're both a gay. So like, yeah, have each other's back. I would hope. Like I don't know. I, I would hope I, that's. The I problem. wouldn't if I saw somebody on a dating app and I didn't know already that they were like out. I wouldn't go around being like, oh my god, did you know so and so? Like I would just so. I, I don't like think that that's just like a risk that you take being queer on a dating app. Like, and if you're not out. The risk that you take is like someone seeing and maybe telling someone else or mm-hmm. yeah, maybe outing you to like your family. Like if it's not safe, don't do it. Like that's just like point blank. But yeah, I feel like in the end, like that's just a risk that you have to take if you want to go on a dating app and you're not fully out to people. Yeah. The end of the question says, I'm afraid of someone calling me out 9.99999 times out of 10. Nobody's going to call you out. Yeah. I feel like the only like, like calling out I could see is if I like matched, like saw a friend on there that I didn't know was. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, you're on here. Like, and then it's just like, yeah, I am. And then move on. The only time I'm calling anybody out if there is if they're on a dating app and on social media, they're in a relationship and it's a monogamous one. True. Yeah. yeah. Then I'm going to yep. be like, hey, dude, does your girlfriend know you're here? Like, that's yeah. the only time. So exactly. I feel like most other queer people know what it's like to be in that position and aren't going to like mm-hmm. do them, like expose you. Like I, that. that was my thought is like, I know what it's like. So I'm even thinking like back when I was in high school, there was this person that added me on tumblr and i found out that they were gay Mm. on tumblr and i just like kept that secret i was just like that that ain't my business especially as me who was like closeted and didn't know it yet like that Mm. ain't my business yeah so that should be nobody else's business literally all i do as someone who's been in that position and as somebody who sees people that i know especially in my small town quite frequently i just go (laughs) didn't know that and then just keep swiping I'm like, oh, there's another one. Yeah, I, another uh, one. Thank you. Yeah, another one. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Usually, yeah. I'm just like, 
good for them yeah exactly let people live their own freaking lives and come out on their own time yeah here's another uh kind of layered question um where can i meet women online who are open to ethical non-monogamy or similarly what's the best app for ethically non-monogamous maybe married bisexual individuals um who aren't looking for unicorns and i do think there is like a kind of a trope about you go online and on these dating apps and everyone's like looking for a third and um it's a bunch of like girls with like can my boyfriend watch and like mm -hmm. i don't know where do you go to ethically do this without being annoying <laughs> yeah. i think this is a good question but i don't think any of us have the background well, like I mean, i've never my heard girlfriend of and i aren't monogamous but we don't really use the dating apps it, it i don't know i feel like it's more annoying when it's like a hetero couple maybe that's problematic for me to say but <laughs> no i mean honestly yeah. like when i see like a man and a woman i'm like no i don't know like i don't i have no desire to like make a man happy in my life ever again but when i see two women together and they're looking for a unicorn they're looking for a third i'm like well uh, I used to be like, yeah, no, that's a pro for me. Obviously, it's not a pro for everyone, but I feel like that's why more dating apps need to be able to, like, filter what you're looking for. Yeah, true. Um, mm -hmm. Just for the record, and also, my girlfriend and I are not looking for that. That We're not on dating apps, so just <laughs> for the record. Um, yeah, but I think till we have that filter feature, I think it's really important. Um, and we've touched on this a little bit throughout the rest of the episode, but just, like, be upfront with what you're on the app for. Mm -hmm. If you're a couple on there and you have a partner say, I am a couple and we are both on the here first picture should have both the of you, not the last picture. one only. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And if you're ethically non-monogamous and you're, so this person said they're married, bisexual, but they don't want a unicorn. So that's listeners if you're unaware a unicorn is somebody who like sleeps with both of the people right that's how the, we explain the, that the third in a threesome in which two of the people are in a relationship it's someone yeah, who's not that's in a relationship that's yeah. their unicorn yeah but i think just being open with that i recently actually had this issue with a guy i was talking to this isn't about ethically non-monog but like this is just not being upfront on his profile but we had met on a dating app and we had been talking for like two weeks and i was kind of interested i was like man you know if he asked me out i'd go and then all of a sudden he was like so what are you looking for here because i'm just looking for like casual sex and i was like <laughs> you could have opened with that um, you know so like coming in as a person who is ethically non-monogamous open with it if you don't want to put it in your bio for whatever reason, just be upfront. I, I say put it in your bio, but wait, if wait. there's a reason another, you don't want to. Another point for Hinge, I think I just saw, I believe, a TikTok. They now have like a set, like a section in your profile where you can say what you're looking for. What are you looking for? Yeah. Mm, yep. Helpful. Yeah. yeah, that is helpful. Yeah. And it's I nice. also put that on Hot Messy and Hotties. You can say what you're looking for. Um, and that's a good way to not get outed because they'll only see you if they follow me, which is almost 200,000 people, but they might not be in your hometown. And they're and, probably gay. Right. And you can like hide it from your profile. Like there are like options. To, so if like yeah. dating apps aren't your cup of tea or you're closeted, um, that might be a better option for you to try. Yeah, I actually love, I mean, not to like toot Cheyenne's horn, but I have been on Hot Mespian Hotties like once or twice, I think. Cheyenne just 
posted me and a friend because hell yeah because yeah, we had lived together and we were like this would be fun to see what would happen and I met someone that I went on like a four-hour virtual date with fun. um they did eventually ghost me but oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it was fun and I met some cool people that I'm like mutuals with still and we talk in the dm sometimes so it was nice, but go to Hot Miss Being Hotties if you're looking to meet. And I always see people on there that are so cool, so mm-hmm. hot. Like, oh, I flipped I through for sure. Well. Oh, yeah. 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 I think the best thing for this is to just be, again, up front and just let people know your intentions because then you're not going to blindside anyone and that won't lead to like, mm-hmm. you know, possible ghosting or people getting upset or blah, 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 blah. And yeah. if they get upset because you're up front, you know, you can't please everyone. So it's gonna people, you know, just be upfront. That's the best you can do. Yeah. I get that. I feel like I also like have experienced like couples approaching me on dating apps and like I've said like, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to like, no, thank you. And they've respectfully like just parted ways and like, oh, okay, cool. But then I've had people like try and convince me and that's where it becomes like not okay. And like not real. Like it, it just gets frustrating sometimes I think because it seems like a lot of people are on there or in couples looking for a unicorn or yeah. they like aren't o- like open about the fact that they are in a couple and you might not be comfortable with that if you there are probably a- is a threesome app there is oh, there definitely yeah. is but like <laughs> so go on those people but yeah if you're looking I mean, for the unicorn that's what I mean you know yeah and at least you're guaranteed that you know and then again just put it in your bio whatever another question though that we got how do we get cishet men and couples off the queer apps are you offended by the cishet men part of that as the one of us who actively dates them no i mean how do cishet men on queer apps i mean i feel like the only one that they're not they can't be on is her I mean not that they can't even but like that they shouldn't be on but I have seen that but like I feel like this question is also kind of asking like when I'm on tinder and I have it only set to women why am I also seeing men like how do we get them mm, to stay off that's of that? what I was thinking too. and the short answer is that it's not because one cis straight men tend to fetishize us and they're going to keep doing that but like there's like no way to like keep those people off just like don't match with them and then two some people might just like be curious or maybe they're trans and like haven't transitioned yet or like trying to figure things out. I don't know. It might just be like a curiosity thing, but I do think probably a lot of like the men that are on there are like fetishizing us. Um, and the only way to like get, like avoid that is to not match with them. Yeah. Swipe left. Yeah. yeah. And couples. I mean, the question, how, just getting rid of the cishet men how do we get couples off the queer apps there are queer couples yeah I think, presumably like, meaning hetero couples i think yeah probably I what get they're that, asking yeah. unfortunately whether you like it or not it's it comes with dating apps and mm-hmm. i mean to me this question could also just be like how do i get people i don't like off of the apps like yeah i was gonna say like if you just don't like anybody period you just don't swipe, swipe. Left. yeah yeah, uh, Cheyenne brought up a point that maybe one day there will be a filtering system on some of these apps, which would be really nice because you could filter out, like, I'm not looking for a couple. I think um, OkCupid does that, but no one uses OkCupid anymore. No, so, that's yeah. but I'm so pretty 2009. So, honestly, <laughs> I, like, still used it a few years ago, but we're going to pretend like I didn't. 
<laughs> Another question that we got was, how do I meet people with a similar vibe to me? I keep attracting theater kids. I want to say there's nothing wrong with theater kids. <laughs> Are you a theater kid? Why does the algorithm think you're a theater kid is my question. Right. Because but maybe is that enough? is, maybe you're not accepting that that is your vibe. Or yeah. maybe that's like, a part, like, do you live close to Broadway? Somewhere that is yeah. off Broadway plays? Is it part like, of locational? like your- yeah, is it part of your literal city culture is that there's yeah. a lot of theater people around? And who knows, um, like, maybe you're not in the theater, maybe you're not into the typical theater kid, but maybe your fucking soulmate is a theater kid and the hottest person you've ever met ends up being a theater kid. Like, maybe you should give... Like, give the theater kids a chance. And a if chance. it's really not what you want, <laughs> just like we've been saying, put in your bio, looking for someone with a similar vibe as me. Right. Or like list your interests or just don't match with those people. Do what Cheyenne said and literally list every single interest you've ever had. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that wasn't every single interest. Okay. Or maybe if you, maybe if you don't like theater, maybe if you're not a fan of the theater, you can say one of my, one of my dating app bios, they're all different because I just like being different in all of them. Just, you know, different apps, different vibes. One of them says, it says loves thrifting, local music, alcohol, cider, astrology, and wearing all black, hates peanut butter, craft beer, people who try too hard to be funny. (laughs) <laughs> so you could put hates theater like I there mean not, maybe right. not that harsh but you could say I don't like the theater yeah disinterests <laughs> yeah. yeah like you put your likes and your dislikes and it's a fun way to start conversation especially like I threw some goofy ones in there like mm-hmm. people who try too hard to be funny craft beer because every straight man loves craft beer and peanut butter because I really just don't like the texture of peanut butter and that's cute so, like Threw in some truth, threw in a little bit of like goofs because I know that the straight men are going to be like, oh my God, you hit craft beer. But like, it's a good way to like structure your bio so that people know what you like, what you don't like. And then you can also say likes, dislikes, looking for. Boom. That's the perfect bio. I think overall, like keep it light, be true to yourself, give insight though. Like don't, I don't think like you're not doing yourself any favor by being mysterious in your bio, show your personality. Shout out to the Scorpios. Okay. (laughs) I know that all the people that have a bland bio are Scorpios because you want to be mysterious. You got to let people know who you are. Yeah. If you want to be on a dating app. Okay. And also if you don't know what to put for like your bio, just say like mine for the longest time was guess my zodiac sign and maybe you're not into astrology guess my favorite sports team guess my anything conversation Mm -hmm. starter Mm -hmm. I also think a good route could be like ask your best friend be like if you had to make a tinder bio for me what would it be and then you can copy and paste that in your bio and then say like my best friend or my mom like I've seen so many dudes that are like my mom says I'm blah 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 I mean, it's not like the most original, but yeah, putting a review. Funny, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it could be funny. It could be like goofy to have that in there. What if your bio was reviews from your exes? I would love to do That'd that. That'd be hilarious. If you're anybody that I've ever even talked to listening to this, send me a review. Oh my God. All right. Well, on that Anyways. note, I think <laughs> that that we uh we covered a lot of ground here so oh yes yeah if you have any questions you can follow us at sapphic survival guide on every social media platform except twitter which is just sapphic survival you can send us your questions on there if there's anything you want us to 
um, answer for you or any topics you want us to cover, you can also email them to us at sapphicsurvivalguide at gmail.com. Questions are certainly welcome from allies as well. Make sure to subscribe and leave us a review. And we also have a Patreon account. If you would like to become a patron, we will have some additional content on there for you. And you can find that at patreon.com backslash sapphic survival guide. And you can follow me, Cheyenne, at Hot Messian on every social media platform. Follow me, Sev, on Instagram at seven.months. That's all spelled out, not the number seven. You can go on Twitter and I'm at seven months, all spelled out, not the number. And on TikTok, I am lucky.sev. And you can go to my Instagram at Gina Finio or find me on TikTok, bisexual Gina, or you can go to my website, ginafinio.com. All right, class is dismissed. Bye.